Yes, right. A very good evening to each and every one of you. A warm welcome to the house of the Lord. Welcome to All Saints Church. Welcome to this, our very special combined Easter service. And for those of us who may be new, first time here in our midst, we want to extend a warm welcome to each and every one of you. Uh, this evening also, we, because it's a combined service and we're going to celebrate Easter, we have in our midst a very special guest speaker to share with us the word of the Lord. And so church, can I invite you to just put hands together as we welcome Reverend Timothy Chow and his wife, Joyce, over at the back. I will introduce a little bit more about him later on, all right? But for the time being, can we just stand as we begin our service? As you can see on the screen, we're going to declare that today is Easter. And so as I say the words, Christ is risen, I would like you to respond together with me that He is risen indeed. All right, if you're ready. Church, Christ is risen. He is risen Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. As we begin our service, can you just go around and greet three people uh, that you do not know and tell them that Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Celebrate Jesus, celebrate. 
Paris and the European land. Land the seas resound with a mighty roar. Land the trees on the forest clap their hands. Land the earth be filled with the glory of the Lord. All creation and all creation is only proclaiming the wonderful things He has done. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For God so loved the world that he
Jesus bled and died for me. I see his wounds, his hand, his feet, my Savior
praise the name of the Lord, our God.
Let's stay in this mood. And this time, we surrender ourselves to the Lord. Church, as we celebrate Easter, it is about the resurrection of our risen King. Thank you, Jesus. So, Father, we want to thank you this evening that we can just gather here to celebrate, to celebrate the resurrection of your Son, Jesus. Because if there's no resurrection, we will not have this eternal life. And so, Father, indeed, we are grateful for the cross for what you have done and even as we continue on in the service we ask of you lord to prepare our hearts to receive what you have in store for us as we continue to give you thanks and praise in jesus name we pray amen church will you please be seated once again a very good evening to one and all if you are here for the first time uh, we want to welcome you and uh, we continue to pray that the, the word later on will continue to minister to each and every one of us uh, I just have two important announcements for us to make, and this is more for our church member. Uh, for those of you, in case you don't know, what's on next week? Oh, you don't know. You better know, okay? <laughs> next week is AGM, huh? All right? All right, next week is our AGM. So for those of you who still have not signed in your electoral role, please go and see Sui Hing at the back. And for those of you who do want to stay back for the AGM, uh, dinner is catered for you, but you do need to indicate so please also let Sui Heng know at the end of the service uh, and we can prepare the dinner for you as well. And also to take note for the second announcement that we're going to have a baptism service on the 3rd of June. All right, so take note, 3rd of June, we're going to have a baptism service. So those of you who want to get baptized, also can I ask you to go and see Sui Heng or any one of my staff and we will take your name down and so we can prepare you for baptism itself. All right, so just two announcements, the AGM and the baptism. And with that, we have the rest of the announcement up on the screen.
church, may I invite you to stand as we take our offertory.
Church, will you please be seated? This evening, it's a joy and pleasure for me to introduce to you our speaker for today, uh, his Reverend Timothy Ewing Chow. Let me just say that um, he's a veteran, okay? <laughs> he's a retired clergyman, uh, veteran in the sense that he's been to many of our Anglican churches. He was at the cathedral before, he was at WAG, Westside Anglican, uh, CCK, that was his last, that was his last, uh, uh, CUR also, yeah, okay, so he's a veteran, all right? And uh, he's here to present a message to us. Now, I really don't know where he is right now, uh, because, uh, uh, CR, okay, CUR, maybe when I come to that stage, when I retire, then I will know what to do, lah. Okay, but for the time being, anyway, it's good, uh, put your hands together as we welcome Reverend Timothy Chow. really retire, my good friend Reverend David Lee of COR, who prays together with me and another two, Jeremy Panaya. You know Jeremy Panaya, right? Huh? So he said, hey Tim, what are you going to do after you retire? I said, David, that word retirement not in my dictionary. <laughs> so I said, why don't you join us? Because my son, daughter-in-law, and two granddaughters actually are in COR. He said, come lah, after all, you started your Anglican journey in COR, 1991, under Canon James. Nowadays, a lot of Canons, huh? at that time, huh, you may not know, there was only one local Canon, and that was Canon James Wong. He was really the Canon, okay? So I started in COR. So then, uh, 30 years later, I'm back in COR as a retired clergyman. By the grace of God, I'm very, very grateful, right? And uh, David Lee knows I am semi-retired, but I'm as busy as... <laughs> don't tell him. <laughs> Praise God. Anyway, it's so exciting to be here. Thank you, uh, Pastor Darren, for this opportunity. And uh, Resurrection Sunday is a very, very special Sunday because we commemorate not only the, the uh, death of Jesus upon the cross, but also the resurrection. Okay? And uh, what does uh, Resurrection Sunday really, really speak about? It speaks about a celebration of freedom and liberty. Freedom and liberty. And the scripture that I chose actually is from Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 to 2. Actually, this is the Jubilee prophecy, right? And Jesus Christ, when he was in uh, Cana, when he was in uh, the uh, synagogue, he opened up and he read this. He says, in your very hearing, in Capernaum, is uh, fulfilled before your very eyes. So the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news. Everyone say good news. So much bad news outside. My wife is here, Joyce. Sometimes she says, I really don't like to hear all that. It's nothing but bad news. Very few good news, all right? Anyway, you want to hear good news? Come to the church. Can you clap your hands? Amen, huh? And that's good news. Right, good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Many people out there are brokenhearted. They have been so let down. They have been betrayed. They have been abused. There is brokenheartedness. Proclaim freedom. Everyone say freedom. freedom. All right. This is the day of freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. To claim the year of the lost favor. That's Jubilee. Where once in 50 years or 7 years, huh, they are 
set free, no more debt. Everybody is free. Everybody go back to zero. Wow, I hope our banks uh, actually also do that. Uh, after seven years, no more debt, right? Uh, okay, praise God. Uh, I'm still hoping. Uh, anyway, uh, and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. So what is actually this thing that Jesus accomplished when He died and when He rose again from the dead? Simply, He gave us freedom and liberty, true freedom. And I put the slide there, this lion, right? If you are my age, you remember that there was a very, very famous movie and also a very famous song attached to the movie called Born Free. How many of you know that song? You heard that movie before? Let me see your hand. The rest of you, I know you're very young, okay? <laughs> Born Free, huh? the story of this lion who was actually supposed to be in the wild, in freedom, right? But when it's not in freedom, not quite the same. I'm very proud to be a Singaporean. I want to tell you that we actually have one of the best zoos in Singapore. Why? Because unlike many other zoos in the world, you look at a lion, a tiger, there's hardly any cage, correct or not? Actually, they're very smart. Huh? They have all this, uh, what, the, 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 the water, la, the wall, la, so you are protected. Don't worry, okay? Right? But actually, it looks like the animals are free. But if you could talk to the animals and they talk to you, they tell you it is still not free, okay? <laughs> they are still in captivity, right? All right? And so, I want to say that when Christ created you and I, He created you and I to be free. But things went wrong right from creation. And men started to be in captivity, in bondage. They were not free. But Christ, God knew that there needs to be a rescue, a plan to save us from our captivity. And that's why Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday happened. It is good news. And I want to tell you right from the beginning, uh, this is in gratitude to God, all praise and glory to Him, nothing of our own. But we can only share with you that it's good news, freedom and liberty, because we ourselves have experienced it, okay? All right, the Scripture says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. It's not second-hand news, it's first-hand experience. Let me give an example. I used to live in the East. I used to live in Tampines. And then I became a Westerner. I moved to Chua Chukang, okay? All right? And uh, I was told, uh, they tell me, uh, all the best food is in the East, huh? Actually, not true. You, know, you come to the West, I can show you a few things, good one. Huh? Huh? Try near to Trinity, also got good food, okay? Uh, Y'all don't know only. So, for example, I found out this coffee shop somewhere in Bedok. Wow, the best chakwe tiao, man. Without ham one, you know, because I like to eat hamless chakwe tiao, okay? Wow, it tastes so good. It will be terrible if I keep it to myself. I will go to Darren and say, Hey, Darren, you know, Ah, in this place, ah, in Budong, ah, it's the best chakwetiao. I tasted it. Wow, it's better than any chakwetiao in Singapore, Malaysia, and some say even in Batam. Okay. Because I experienced it. I want to share. Right? And so, in the same way, for 2,000 years, men and women have experienced the liberty of the message of Good Friday 
and Resurrection Sunday, and we are chatting everywhere. We are putting on Facebook everything and telling people, this is good news. This is not KK one. This is real, okay? Amen, right? And so, this is true freedom. Now, I want to say that in some parts of the world, and even in Singapore, I'm afraid, some people have a wrong notion of freedom. Freedom to them is, oh, I have the right, I have the power to do anything I want to do. I'm free. You don't tell me I cannot do, okay? Actually, uh, many of them are in bondage. True freedom is not the power or the ability to do anything you want to do. It is the power and the ability to do the thing that you ought to be doing, you should be doing according to God's laws and God's ways. Can you say amen? Because we were made for order and there's no absolute freedom, okay? Right? And so today I want to say that if you are living your life not in cinch or in, in, uh, in coordination, harmony with God's ways, you really are not free. And I say this lovingly to you. Today, as we gather, as I share with you, we will discover how deep, how wide, how high, uh, and how uh, long is the love of God that surpasses understanding because it is in Good Friday and Easter that we see the love of God demonstrated. Let's go to the next slide. Freedom from what? Okay. Very quickly, freedom from sin. And sin, two aspects. I want you to listen. The consequence or the penalty of sin. And secondly, right, uh, the price of, or, or the power of sin, rather. Okay, so the penalty and then the power of sin. Christ came to deal with these two issues so that all of us who experience it can say, truly, I'm set free. And then Satan and then sickness. So let's go to sin. You must understand, we sing all these songs. It's so wonderful. And we read about the love of God, right? And then we see how Jesus had to suffer so much pain and agony. Why? Why the need? I want to tell you, you only can fully understand that when you know the essence, nature, and the character of God. What is the nature and character of God? He is on the one hand, love, perfect love. In his heart, there is only love for a dying and a hopeless humanity. But on the other hand, he is also righteous. In other words, any transgression, any breaking of the law has to be dealt with. Right? Cannot just say, ayah, okay lah. I think maybe you had a bad day, huh? Uh, I love you so much, just so so key lah, okay? I wish, right? But even in our own country, there are laws, right? Okay, let me give you an example. Huh? Huh? Darren, you drive also, right? Traffic laws. Huh? I drive, okay? And on some highways, huh? you pray for me, huh? God has mercy on me. Very hard not to speed, huh? So straight, so wide, huh? The place they catch you uh, is on the way to the airport, okay? I heard. Oh, my sister always say, hey, careful, uh, a lot of camera, a lot of camera, uh, you know. So, can you imagine one day I say, ah, yeah, I'm free, lah. Why can't I just shoot, lah? I want to go to see the jewel, okay? I reach there, very happy, huh? 
three days later, I opened my mailbox and whenever I get the letter that has the heading, the traffic police, my heart dropped because it's bad news, okay? <laughs> Open the letter, true enough. On such and such a day, at such and such a time, the driver of such and such a number right, was caught driving at 110 km at a 70 km road stretch. If you are the driver, please pay the fine. I'm the driver, eh? All right? And I know there are consequences to the breaking of law. So I pay. But the good news is that God knew all of us are guilty. And all of us need to be, deserve to pay the price. But God in His love says, I love you so much, I pay the price for you. I settle the fine for you. And so, the consequence of sin is so grave, huh? it is actually separation from God. The moment Adam and Eve fell into the trap huh, of Satan in the garden, God says, you eat any fruit in the garden except this particular fruit. I believe it was a durian. Okay, anyway, that's a, I'm joking. <laughs> the day you eat it, you will die. Okay? And I believe that that death huh, is a separation from God. The relationship was gone. And the moment a relationship is broken with God, a human being is never free and never the same again. Never. Yesterday evening, I was privileged to share in a mini Easter concert in a Methodist church downtown in Kitchener Road. And before I shared, this young man came up to give his testimony. He's probably 30, 32 years old. Handsome, tall, right? Much taller and much handsomer than me. That means you know very handsome. <laughs> and he said, wow, he chased after money from very young, okay? 23, 24, 25 years old. And he succeeded. He said by the age, by the time he was 26 years old, he was driving a sports car. He lived in a bungalow house in District 9, okay? You understand, right? District 9, 10, now. Uh. Can see, cannot touch, okay? <laughs> Alright? And he says, whoa, he just party every night. And, uh, and then he got trapped into gambling addiction. And in some of his parties, they also sneak in drugs, okay? The Lord warned him about the drugs. His friend now got caught now, went into prison. But he, God's mercy, he uh, was rescued from that. But he lost everything in his gambling. He rock bottom, came to his senses, cried to God. God saved him. God restored him. And God healed the separation. He became one with God again. And he says, all those years, now he understood how come there was still that emptiness in his heart? In spite of all the wonderful things that he had, he was never satisfied. The answer is separation from God. So that's the penalty of sin. What's the price? The price is, the scripture says, the next text, the scripture says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. And so someone had to pay the price. God in His love sent His Son, Jesus Christ. 
the son who knew no sin. In other words, he never sinned. He never experienced sin. Became sin for us. So that we, because of what he done, that's done for us, become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21. Imagine this. I want you to imagine together with me. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, He knew no sin. He was a perfect man, no sin. And you imagine the vilest sins, uh, sinners on earth. If you know them, you talk to them, I tell you, they say there is a darkness over them. It's a dark world. So can you imagine the worst murderer, the worst kidnapper, the worst rapist, the worst child sex trade trafficker, Everything loaded on Jesus. What the horror you know, of having all this on him. Good Friday, uh, we commemorate the Gethsemane. Uh, those of you who know, right? Jesus agonized in the garden. Tears came out and he said, Oh, Father, if it is any way possible, can this cup pass from me? Can this suffering pass from me? I tell you, the suffering is more than just the seven eight inches nails uh, that was cut into him and the slash on his back. That was bad enough. Do you know what really bothered him the most? Separation from God. So as he hung on the cross, one of the things that he yelled out with his dying breath, he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? His eternal oneness with the Father. Never ever separated. Never broken. From eternity past to eternity present. But when He hung on the cross and all the vilest sins of the world was upon Him, the Father turned His face from the Son. For the first time in all of eternity and He broke His heart. He cried out, my God, my God. Friend, if you understand that, you understand how deep and how wide is the love of God going through that most agonizing pain for you and I. But the good news is after He fully paid for the penalty of our sins, the broken relationship, the separation was solved. So on that Passover 2,000 years ago, as He was nailed on the cross dying in the temple, Right? The cross was outside of the walls of Jerusalem uh, in a place called Golgotha, the place of the skull where they crucified Jesus and two thieves, one on the left, one on the right, you know. But in Jerusalem, in the temple, when he cried out, it is finished. The mission is accomplished. When he cried it out, in the temple as they were slaughtering the lambs. And he was the Lamb of God that took away all the sins of the world. As he cried out, it is finished. The temple, the veil of the temple separating the holy place from the holy of holies was rent in two from the top all the way to the bottom. It was completely rent. And because of Jesus' body that was broken for your sake and for my sake, there is now no more separation. Can you thank God for that? Can you praise? 
Clap your hands, okay? Praise God. That no matter what happens around you or in the world, with Christ as your Savior, you have freedom and liberty and you have the peace and the presence of God wherever you are. Amen? So Christ paid in full the penalty for our sin. I want to say that Christ not only died for us, He not only died for you, but He died in your place. In other words, that cross that was He crucified actually should have been you on the cross, me on the cross. But He took our place so that we could be set free and go free, okay? Now we go on to the second one, that's Satan. Uh, sorry, I think we also need to do the second thing, and that is something else happened on the cross, and that is not only the penalty, but the power of sin on the cross. So Paul said, right, Paul had this revelation from the Spirit of God he wrote in his epistles, especially in Romans. He says, for if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self, that Adamic nature, when Adam sinned, that sin DNA, if you like, entered into the human race. Those of you who work with children, let me see all you got little children at home or grandchildren at home, you know, right? I know I've got three grandchildren. Right? I got two adult children. Right? I have experience. Uh, you don't have to teach children not to lie. They will lie, okay? They will do funny, bad things. You have to teach them to do the good things. Why? Because of that sinful nature in them. Okay? But the good news is that all self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin. When you are ruled by something, you are a slave, okay? You're not free. Right? And so that body ruled by sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin. But now we are slaves of righteousness. Praise God. So on the cross, the power of sin was dealt with. Watch Mini wrote you know, in his book, uh, Normal Christian Life. He said, the blood dealt with our sins. The cross dealt with our sin nature. Okay? All nailed to the cross. And dead and gone. Now we are resurrected to new life. Christ's life in us. You can experience that. I can experience that. We still need to yield. We still need to surrender to Him. It's not perfect to... Overnight, okay? But you have the power. You have the freedom. Before that, you had no freedom. Paul says, the very thing I hate, that's the thing I do. The very things that I need to do, that's the very thing I don't do. Oh, who can save me from this, uh, from this dilemma, okay? He cried out in the book of Romans. And then, of course, he ended up by saying, but thanks be to God that we had that freedom through Christ Jesus, okay? So that's the good news of Resurrection Sunday, okay? So let's go to Satan, and we will not take too long. I'm watching the time. Uh, Pastor Darren, I'm watching the time. Actually, by this time, I'm just warming up, okay? So it's okay, all right? <laughs> the other thing that was settled was satanic 
powers and influence over the world. When Adam and Eve dropped the ball, so to speak, Satan usurped that authority and he began to rule havoc uh, over all of humanity. Okay? So as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. That's satanic powers. He has a Chinese name. His name is S.A. Tan. Satan, okay? <laughs> you never heard before. Uh, that's Bishop John Tan used to tell us. Uh, S.A. Tan, okay? Satan, okay? Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus. He used past tense, he said. He said, you were, you used to, but now no more. Praise God. Right? The spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. You're not disobedient just because you're disobedient, although it's true. You're disobedient because the spirit of disobedience is hammering you up, okay? So it's a double whammy, right? You've got a sin nature and then you've got this spirit of disobedience working. Double whammy, okay? But I want to tell you with the double whammy, you also have the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? All right, and the next uh, scripture... Colossians, having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken away, nailing it to the cross. All the condemnation and the accusation of the devil that this person is charged guilty. Right? He owes a great debt. Jesus Christ said, now that debt is already paid. Okay? So, one more to talk. Okay? And... Because of that, he disarmed the powers and the authority. Satan was silenced. I want to say this one thing. Listen carefully. When Christ came and died upon the cross and rose from the dead, he not only settled your sin problem, but he also put the devil, got the devil off your back. Amen. Years ago, I was preaching in a church I was declaring the victory of Jesus just like I'm doing now and how He has set us free from all the demonic oppression and all the demonic fears that plague so many people. One man was sitting somewhere in the back of the church and he listened. Next Sunday, he came back and he shared with me his testimony. He said, Pastor, last week as you were preaching, I want to tell you for years, I have a fear of darkness. At night as I sleep, I wake up, I have to go to the toilet, all right? Not enough light. Oh, I shiver all the way, okay? I experienced this for many years. But that Sunday as you were preaching about the power of God overcoming all evil and darkness, all of a sudden I felt a dark shadow just came out of me and just flew away. Whom, like that, you know, he said, wow. He said, how come? Do you know what happened? He went home, first night, second night, third night. He came, home, came back to church that next week and he says, Pastor, after that happened, I never have any more fear of the dark. Can you give Jesus a clap offering? Uh, you do not fear. Okay? Because that's what Christ accomplished for us on Good Friday 
on Resurrection Sunday and especially when He rose from the dead. He triumphed over sin, Satan, and then the last one is sickness. Right? The last one is sickness. When Jesus came into Peter's house, He saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever, very unusual of Jewish mothers, especially when they have a guest coming. Where would they be? In the kitchen, uh, preparing beef rendang. Alright? And your famous pita bread, okay? But here, mother lying in bed with a fever. Jesus saw it, he just touched her hand, and the fever left her. She got up, began to make his favorite rendang. Now, this is dinner time. I hope none of you are watering the mother. <laughs> And then when evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him. You see, the devil really is creating havoc ever since the beginning, even up to today. But I got news for you. It is over in Christ Jesus. And uh, he drove out the spirits with a word, healed all the sick, and this was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. This is Isaiah 53. Very famous passage we read every time it comes to Good Friday. Which means there is provision of healing in the atonement. Okay? And so, we want to pray for all of you who have them. I want to end by saying, Joyce saw a picture uh, on Facebook very, very time. She said, I want to tell you, Tim, I saw this picture of uh, the tomb and the stone rolled away from the tomb and the caption under it is failed lockdown. <laughs> failed lockdown, okay? They tried to lock him in the grave and it failed. On the third day, he rose again. Victorious and triumphed. Not for himself, but for you and I so that we will experience the liberty and the freedom that only He can give us. This morning, uh, we had to preach at St. James Church in Leiden Road, 9 o'clock service. And uh, Pastor Xiangguan said, come and join us at the pre-service prayer, 8.20, okay? So I woke up my wife, Joyce. I said, hey, you got to wake up early, already have breakfast, right? And she came out to the, to the dining area and she said, I want to tell you something. I said, what is it? When my wife says, I want to tell you something, I always listen carefully, okay? Uh, for my own preservation. Right? I'm joking with you. <laughs> she said, I had a very bad dream last night. And I woke up feeling very angry, okay? I didn't dare to ask her what was that dream. Maybe it was because of me. Huh? Very angry. And then she heard the Lord speak to her, saying, this, today is Resurrection Sunday. You have the freedom to choose. The freedom to choose between forgiveness over bitterness. Freedom to choose between hope and despair. Freedom to choose between joy over anger. Or freedom to choose between grace and grudges. And she said, yes, Lord, I choose liberty. I choose freedom. 
today as we bring the service to an end, I want to tell you in Christ Jesus, He will give you the power to be truly free. You will choose the thing that will truly bless you. So at this time, can I just ask everyone to have your eyes closed and your heads bowed? And uh, I have the worship team up here. And I just want to say that it's a privilege for me to be here this Sunday evening because we proclaim to you the good news. And the good news is not just something that you hear and say it's so wonderful. It's something that you can actually appropriate for yourself. You can actually receive it and enjoy it. And the good news is freedom and liberty in Christ Jesus. So while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, nobody looking around. If you know that God has spoken to you through the message, I would like to pray for you. You want to respond to God and say, God, set me free from the consequence, the penalty, and the power of sin. Set me free from the tyranny of Satan. Set me free so that I truly will find such joy, such liberty. God knows you are here. He sees the cry of your heart. If you respond to Him, He will touch you. And I want to pray for you. So if you are here and you know that God has spoken to you, and I want to pray for you to let me know that you are the person that needs prayer. Can I just ask you, while every head is bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around, can you just raise your right hand and say, Pastor, pray for me. And then you put your hand down again. Is there anyone? You just raise your... Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Anyone else? Just raise your right hand. Yes, right behind. Thank you, sister. Anyone else? Yes, thank you. I see you. Praise God. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Many hands are yes, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, there's one song that very special to us and I want the worship team to sing this. But before they sing it, all those of you who put up your hands earlier on, okay, I want you to do one more thing. The moment they start singing this song, there is none like you. I will want you to just stand to your feet wherever you're sitting. And then can I welcome you, invite you to come to the front here and make this as an altar of prayer so that Pastor Darren, myself and some of the leaders will pray for you. That God will truly set you free. You will experience liberty. Okay? So the moment the team starts to sing, you come forward. Maybe to help them, can we all stand now? Congregation, can we all stand? And the moment they start singing, many of you raise your hands. I need to pray for you. And it's better you come to the front here. We will pray for you, okay? So the moment they start singing, you move. Right where you're standing, you come to the front. This is a place of altar of prayer. We will pray for you. Amen. The moment they start singing, you move, you come. There is none like you. Come. Come. Yes, come. No yes, come. Else can touch my come. Yes. God bless you. 
God bless you. Come, come for prayer. Come. Like a search for eternity, Lord. Those leaders, pastoral staff that have been appointed, can you please stand with them and pray? Just stand beside them. I will pray and then you will take over. Let me pray for them first and then you will take over and counsel them and pray for them. Anyone else? There were others that put up your hand. Can you please come? Yes. Can God bless you? Come. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Search for church. The rest of you, can you raise your hands in worship and pray that the Holy Spirit, His presence, will descend upon all of us. The anointing of God will be here. Set them all free in the name of Jesus. Let's intercede and pray. Hallelujah, yes. And healing comes from your hand. Hallelujah, his name is Jesus. Suffering children sing in your heart. There is none like you. Yes, Jesus, only you can touch us. Set us free. Is there anyone else? It's not too late. You can come and join us here in the front here. No one else can Hallelujah. Touch Thank you, Jesus. want you to repeat the prayer that I pray for you as though you make it your very own from your own heart okay let's pray Lord Jesus Lord Jesus I thank you that you died in my place you paid in full the penalty of my sin so that I can be set free I receive your forgiveness I receive your love for me. You remove the curse. You remove the separation so that I can truly be one with you. And I thank you. Lord Jesus, remove the tyranny and the rule of Satan over my heart and my life. Right now, set me free. In the name of Jesus, amen. You really believe it, you raise your hands, okay? And thank God, we pray for you. We pray for you. We pray for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Set them free.
Hallelujah. Let's continue to worship the Lord. Amen. Let's worship the Lord. Church, let's continue to worship the Lord. Such a wonderful Sunday. Hallelujah. Resurrection Sunday. Your mercy flows like a in the congregation of late you have been having spinal and back ache and problem I want to pray for you there are some suffering from heart palpitations unusual okay I'd like to also pray for you thirdly there are people who are suffering from not the usual kind of insomnia but something really troubling you you hardly can sleep properly through the night if you are one or part of the three categories, if you need prayer, you come forward, we pray for you before I hand over to Pastor Darren. Right, as you sing this one last time, you need that prayer, you come. Right, and we'll pray for you. Just sing that last song. There is i 
Lord is good. The Lord Resurrection Sunday to give us freedom, to give us liberty. And indeed, as we see in the power of the Lord, shall we just give the Lord a clap offering? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Church, as we close the service evening, I just want to let you know that as part of our celebration of Easter Sunday, dinner is provided for all of you. All right? So, uh, there's freedom, there's free, no need to pay anything, all right? So just go at the end of the service, just go to my right uh, by the, at the side hall. Dinner will be there ready to serve for all of you, all right? So with that, let's close with the benediction. And so, Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for all that you have done in our midst. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this freedom, for giving us this liberation. And because of that, we can live this life afresh. So, Father, we thank you. The Lord, for those of us who have been ministered to, for those of us who have been touched, may our life will never be the same again. May we continue to serve you mightily. And now as we depart from this place, we receive the blessing. May the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and remain with each and every one of us now and forevermore. Amen. Let's remain standing as we have the closing song.
Give God a big clap offering. And so, Father, as we depart this place, we ask that you be with us, Lord, for your blood has cleansed us and released us from sin and the bondage of death. So, bless the food as we fellowship together, Lord, be with us as one. We give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, the service is finished. The dinner is on your left hand side. <laughs>